Salutations, salutations, salutations. Welcome to another installment of your favorite show, The Del Ryan Report. I am Ryan Humor and... And I'm about Del Time. You already know East Oakland's finest. Before I get started, let me say shout out to Vallejo Run Club, who's out there doing their thing right now on the Burn Your Couch uh, race. So, man, good luck to y'all, man. Please make a placement for us. That was yeah. the perfect combination of, like, that's the perfect combination of, like, urban when you go to East Oakland and then, like, suburban structure we talk about run the club and that is the perfect dichotomy of our guests that we have today we have the very infamous i'm thinking here for like it's fifth sixth seventh eighth ninth appearance the only raider fan that wasn't mad that the raiders moved to las vegas the real estate investor of stockton california the tcu alumni and the first person in the 209 area code to ever own escalade s dot walton welcome to the Woo! building yeah Man. Thank you guys for having me again. I was waiting for Dale to bust a rap or, or go for 81, whichever one came first, you know? <laughs> you know, so, I mean, it's, uh, it is what it is, you know? How you, how you, how you, how you been, good brother? How's the first half of 2023 been treating you? Uh, I would say it has been fair. It has given what I gave. Um, and what I, I guess what I mean by that is, you know, we all have our uh, our high moments, all of our low moments. So, you know, it's try not to you try not to ride the wave of the highs and lows, but stay even kill. Uh, but, you know, it, it is what it is. I mean, there's like I'm, I'm looking I'm looking forward to having a, a better second half of the year. Damn, it is the second half of the year. <laughs> yep, it's a better second half. of Look, I'm looking look blur. I'm looking forward to finishing better and stronger than what I started. I feel that, bro. Hey, man. Hey, I man. feel that. You talk about it's it's given to me what I gave it, bro. Yeah, that's a bar. We ain't, we ain't even got to do the episode now because that's that's, on, that's the that's how I feel too. Because the first three the first three months of this shit, I swear, the first three months was like nigga. First three months was like Creed in the first movie, nigga. And the last three months was like. Creed Hella Hollywood, like not produced by Ryan Coogler and like some other shit. And just I was like, man, and this just ain't been. I mean, so I the movie Creed. came out, the movie made a lot of money, but the first half, the first three months was like, dun, dun, dun. like it was so inspiring. So now second half, but it it gave it gave back to me what I gave to it. So yeah. I'm gonna absolutely say that's better than Dave Ramsey's um, better than I deserve. That's better than that. Dave Ramsey, whenever he said, How you doing today? Better than I deserve. Like I love. I don't that. know, bro. I think it's tied. Because <laughs> better than I deserve is fire. Like better than I deserve. That's fire. Super, don't it's give super, me, I it's use super, that shit. It's super grateful. Yeah. It's better like, than I deserve. How you doing? Better than I deserve. That's fire. <laughs> that's how. That's how you tell motherfuckers you grateful every day. That's kind of fire. Day. But you like, know what's wild dog. Like while y'all talking about grateful, I know we got a subject. I don't know if you guys do this, um, but I start my morning every day with writing three things that I'm grateful for. Justice, practice, gratitude. Uh, like, you know, I'm really trying to focus on grace and patience. And I, I realized I got to give it to myself before I can give it to anybody else, you know? Uh, but yeah, it just, it just reminded me of that. Like, oh, damn, like, these Negroes on what I'm on, boy. Like, yeah, here we go. Yeah, I, gave, <laughs> I, I, gave that, I gave that a run for a cool, like, a cool, like, two weeks. I did it, and that shit, that shit felt really good. Cause you, the the coldest part is when you do it, you really gotta dig deep to like the most basic shit you're thankful for. Like the coldest part is like niggas could literally walk, right? Yeah. Niggas that's, be complaining, right. and niggas can literally walk. How how often? How often you in the gym like complaining about your body? Like this shit ain't the way you're supposed to be. Like I'm not supposed to. Nigga, I should have more. And you see if somebody in there with like an L and they doing their absolute best to just live. I'm like, damn, nigga, like what am I complaining about this role for? So yeah, you write you down, know. just write down grateful for, nigga. A mom, air, yeah. earth, nigga. So I just I'm you know what I'm gonna start today, man. I'm gonna get back on that because I I, I was feeling really good when I was doing that because you really gotta dig deep into the basics. Yeah, you know. I don't do the write down, but I do I do meditate. And I've been doing that for like the last, I would probably say like the last six months, just waking up. First thing I do is um, I just meditate. So just get up in the morning, start my start my day off by meditation, um, and that honestly, because I think of the internal thoughts you're having, everything that you're going along with it, you do find a lot of like uh, 
you find you 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 begin a lot of a grateful about a lot of a lot of things that are, are around you. You know, even just the fact of what you can hear, just the fact of your surroundings, just everything that comes along with it. So, uh, but that is a dope. That writing it down, like you said, uh, like you guys both mentioned, it just gets you down to the basics of what of what you should be grateful for. And yeah, like you said, it's just like uh, kids. I don't know if you ever seen that movie, Kids, and that man walking around with the skateboard and the in the subway. He's like, I have no legs. I have y'all probably never seen the movie. Nah, I remember, I remember. I remember. Rome was always And even with that, like you be tripping off of like you be tripping off of like dope shit that you don't even appreciate. Like, yeah. yo, you were graduate. That's not you were graduate. I'm a graduate. Like, oh, nigga, got a whole ass degree. That nigga brings you exactly. twenty five thousand more dollars on average per year than most people. Like, just shit like that that you did. You just you put in the work for it and then forgot, nigga. Just forgot yeah. about it. You know what I mean? So. I mean, with that, speaking of forgotten, I would lo I'd love to absolutely forget the amount of media coverage that this brother has gotten, even though he's town business, bro. But I can't hold y'all, bro. I am tired. I'm tired of Damian Lillard being being spoken about as though he's Kyrie Irving flying a plane. I'm tired, bro. I'm tired. So this is one of our topics that was contributed to us by S. Walton. Even though I mean about their time, we was we always ready. You know what we about to do. And I just, I mean, I'm gonna let S. I'm gonna let S. open up with it, man. Obviously, the trade has not been completed, but they're working on it. And they took the pick instead of they took the pick. Now, Scoot and Dame are the same team. S. What are the outcomes of this? What are you thinking about this Dame situation? Uh, I. First off, Dame is one of the realest cats in the league, um, you know, and I, I to give that man his flowers, we, he, we, we've been giving that man his flowers. You guys do a good do a good job. The media does a good job giving him his flowers. I just don't like how he's and maybe he said it to them internally, but he hasn't just come out and said, I want to trade and I want to demand a trade. Like, I'm not sure if you guys saw, like, the Jimmy Butler playing Dame song and then Dame mm -hmm. playing the Welcome to Miami. I'm like, I get the subliminal messages, but just come out and say, like, you want to, you don't want, you no longer want to be there. Right. Uh, but I do think that Dame needs to move on from Portland. Uh, to, Portland is a smaller market. Um, you know, I mean, like, first off, he, he's going to acclimate very well to Miami, like, First and again, like he's going for. I don't want to be in the man's pockets, but he's going from a state that doesn't charge state income tax to another place that doesn't charge state income tax. So that's a win right there. First off, but like he would assimilate very well into the Heat culture. Uh, I just think that he needs to just come out and say, "I've asked for a trade already." Like the the, the GM dude, when they asked him, "Yeah, we don't we, we want to keep Dame, and then we're gonna whatever." I was like, "Man, that sounds so pathetic." Like. I, Right. What you mean? Just, the way he said it, I was like, oh, that's already done. You right. know what I mean? They're just trying to get the – but I, I need to hear it come out of Dame's mouth before I hear it come out of somebody else's mouth, which I think it's – there's more power if he says it first as opposed to them saying it, and then he gets asked questions. Because first thing that's going to happen when it breaks is mm – -hmm. put a mic exactly. in his face. Like, so Dame, go ahead and say it. Like, y'all dropping these subliminal messages, like – that, to me, that's just kind of catting. You know what I mean? And I, I didn't, I didn't think Dame was a dude who catted around or was like petty like that. You know? Yeah, I think, I think so too. I think you make a good point when it comes down to like, I just want to hear you say it. The thing is, like for me, if you be like, I'm gonna just stay here forever. And the thing is, like, if you just want to be Reggie Miller and just never win and be on the same team, that's cool. Because you, you, if you sit the same team your whole life and you never win, nobody dogs you out. Nobody talk about John Stockton. Or Reggie Miller, but niggas hate on Carl Malone and Patrick Ewing because they ended up on, they eventually ended up on other teams. But if you commit to that one team and you don't win, it's okay. Like they still gonna show love, but I'm gonna still I'm gonna steal about Del Time's point. I'm gonna steal his point because he gonna say it. I'm gonna steal it. I'm taking his point about Del Time made a good point several weeks ago. He said that bro, he said bro has made so many like I'm just here for basketball, but like not really here to like chase championships. So like nigga, I love hoop and I love the ball and I love to get these buckets and I love Dame Time. When it comes to rings, like. Y'all kind of widen with all that. I just want a ball. And that I think I think Jimmy Butler playing a song, I think that turns people like Jimmy Butler off. Like, bro, like, bro, like, I die for this shit. Like, mm -hmm. I will die for this shit. You see me? Oh, I had the guard Jokic the other day. You playing with a nigga that's like, yeah, you know, it's cool if we win. If we I'd love to win 80, 82 games, but like a ring, like, that's just secondary. 
Bro, like, if you Carmelo, you're in the, and tell him your career, you're like, I already won. Like, if shit is great, I won. I made a, I made millions of dollars. Whatever, I won in life. Cool. But, like, midway, while people are calling you great, and niggas is doing this, and you're in the Modelo look commercial, people want to hear you say it's important. They want, they want to hear you be like Kevin Garnett. Like, I'll do whatever it takes. Send me over there. Yeah. So, I mean, he's a selfless dude, and I'm, I'm okay with him having a selfish moment here. I think he gets right. that. I think he gets that. I think he's earned that. Yeah. I think I think he backed himself into a corner. And and what I mean by that is is when you sit over here and you talk about this royalty thing, oh, I'll never go to a big champion. I'll never be one that just goes off and good to a super team. I'll never do this. I'm loyal. I'm this loyal to the soil, all of this shit, right? So now the problem is he wants to leave Portland. The problem is he doesn't want to redact on his words. He doesn't want to renege himself. So if he does that, then people will be like, see, Dane was talking all that shit. He doesn't want to become a meme when you say, when you say you're so loyal, but then you switch up. Then he doesn't want to become that. That's literally what it is. He wants to go to Miami. Right. There's not one California nigga who does not love fucking Miami. Who does not like College Drive? I don't give a fuck. Anybody who's been to Miami, nigga, love College Drive. They know Collins, about it. Collins, Collins. Yeah, I'm trying to say it right. I just got a speech about But listen to me, like impediment, <laughs> impediment, exactly. <laughs> so they, we love it. Sand in the beach. Yeah, they, don't mean nothing they, but thick Latinas. He married. So what? That don't mean he got a not peak. You know what I mean? My, what's going on out there? You feel me? Barry <laughs> niggas love Miami because it's by the water and the weather's good. It's by the waters where there's good. You've been in the snow. You're a rapper. You literally have songs with Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne is in Miami. Oh, Rick no. Ross is in Miami. Khaled is in Miami. You can literally get Khaled beats all the time. <laughs> you want to be in Miami. All Stop. All day. Nigga, we the best. Nigga, you Man, know I how Khaled... About, like, I didn't even think about, like... You think about, like, what Braun coming to L.A. did. Braun came to L.A. to set up his future... Post NBA life and, and Dame going to Miami to be the same thing because I think when Dame retires, we about to get hella tracks out of Dame. Hella we about tracks. To, we about to get we that man's second life is gonna be something crucial. Yeah, and he, nobody and a, wants and to come life, to Fort. And he's a, he's a real life rapper. Um, he's real, real life, yeah. like not yeah, like real, real life, like real life, like he writes raps like the way like Shaq wrote raps. So, exactly. He uh shout out Brookfield Deuce. I uh, mean, they'll have an yeah. interview, uh, one of our first episodes with um with Damian Lillard's cousin, Brookfield Deuce's producer, uh manager, all that. Yeah. Uh so he's a real life lyricist. And you're right, y'all both are right. If he was moving to Miami, it'd be fire to just have like rap. So you get off, you once you retire, like you there. I think I think one thing for him though, as well, it's kind of like because he because he is so prideful and like wants to put the city on his back. I think for him it would be like convenient to win there. But mm-hmm. to Dale's point, when it comes to the pride, it's like I could go to Miami, but like that. Is no matter what nobody say, not Alonzo Morning, not LeBron, not Tim Hardaway, not Pat Riley. That's Dwayne Wade team. Yeah, like Dwayne Wade's the ambassador of South Beach. Like that's that he's the guy. So it's like you go there, you go there, and they're gonna be looking. They're gonna be looking to you to like, not not like not like L.A. Laker pressure, but be like, all right, well you here now, and you like you better than Jimmy, and like you 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 kind of following in Dwayne Wade's footsteps. So like now, bring us a chip. Yep. And then it's like it's it's not it's like it's like LA it's like Laker pressure with it's Laker pressure with Nick fans in good weather, but not mm-hmm. as heavy. Cause once you because we've been focused on him for so long, once you move, it's like all right, bro, get that shit together. Like when Durant, when we when we heard about how Durant got hurt, got in an argument with Draymond, we waiting, we waiting, we waiting what four months to be like, what's about to happen? What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? As soon as Kevin Durant went to the Nets. Everybody looking at me like, yo, you better win that chip because you left an amazing situation. But Dame to Dale's point, it's like, well, you said you were so loyal, like, and you went there and still lost. You just a loser. Yeah. If you stay on your team, it's the, I think the way I the way I think the media sees it subconsciously, if you stay on your team forever and you never went on that team, it's, it's the fall. GM, it's the GM fault. Exactly. If you leave your team and go somewhere else, you're a loser. Like, yeah. even though Patrick Ewing got traded to the Magic, I don't think they will, I don't think that he would be, I don't think that it's that's his fault, but they'd be like, that you couldn't win no rings. Like, bro, like, you, you just not going to win a ring. But Reggie Miller, Reggie Miller's a legend. No matter what nobody say. Nobody talk about Reggie rings. No one talks about Reggie's rings, bro. Nobody. But he's a legend. So, gotcha. I don't know. Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. Famer. And, and then, Dale, it's like, you say, like, when when Kevin Durant was like, when Kevin Durant texts and shit, when LeBron left, he's like, oh, everybody want to play with, like, superstars. I'm loyal to OKC. 
he sent a tweet out or whatever. Maybe delete it now. And that whatever. KD had to do what he needed to do, because obviously. But when it comes to Dame Del Dio point, he got hella sound bites. Like everybody, people be doing this and doing hella interviews, like people doing this. I don't even need like you gotta get your one thought we here to play ball. And you got all those sound bites, and you like Miami now. But you gotta do what's best for you, bro. Like you gotta go, you gotta do. I quote, I quote K, I quote KG, bro. Okay, you said his biggest regret of his career is that he didn't leave Timberwolves Sooner. earlier. Yeah, exactly. And imagine if he did. Imagine if he did. It would he, 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 more championships would probably would have been been coming out of coming out of for him for sure. But I do think um, I I agree with everything you just said, and I think like for 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 Dame, the biggest thing is is this is don't look at it like the KD situation. Look at it because the media is even saying, bro, you should leave. Niggas is telling you to leave. Niggas was niggas was surprised about KD. Like, oh, nigga, that's crazy. I mean, like, what, niggas, I mean, hold on, hold on. What's niggas? Sur- n- hold on, no, damn. niggas, I niggas, think- niggas, niggas, not surprised. But I'm saying to the point where where we talk about it, like KD, KD switched up. Niggas, yeah, is that niggas, niggas, was, niggas, niggas was surprised he went to the Warriors. Niggas was surprised yeah. he left. But yeah. and that's what I yeah. think. I think because the because Miami just got out of the finals. He don't want to look like. See, you just trying to go to a still already stacked team and blah, blah, blah. But they not stacked. Yeah. Literally, going to Miami is the best move for you because they're not stacked. And you would be the next superstar there. That's but really he's, look, he, he's looking at it like, I can't do that because this, is and this. No, nigga, take your ass on over there to Miami, nigga. That's a really good point, to, though. It's Miami. Yeah. Miami, like, could you imagine, like, the high low pick and roll or the down screen coming from Bam and Dame Miller. Like oh well, you, you got know, Jimmy Butler slashing. Like well, you know what? Y- y'all let's let's talk about it. Like it's this situation where we've all been in sporting situations, all have seen everything sport movies where like the scrappy teams make make it further than they're supposed to go, you know, like yeah, on some yeah. mighty duck shit, right? The shit, New York Giants, right? Two times. I don't know how this happened. No, the first one against Tom Brady when they finished for a wild card. But like Realistically, I'm not to take them away from them, but like, does Dame help them win a championship? Like, does Dame help them beat the Nuggets? Hmm. Does like he help them beat the Nuggets? Does he help them beat the Nuggets? Yes. And I'm gonna tell you why. Okay. I'm gonna tell you why he helps them beat the Nuggets. Why? Because you're giving Jimmy another option to score. You're spreading the floor. The one thing that Jimmy really didn't have, and then everybody's like. Jimmy was no buckets. What happened to Jimmy buckets in the finals? Blah, 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 blah. Nigga, it's the same thing that happens to Curry. Every time there's a big shot that lives on, and people keep talking about this whole thing where, where Curry doesn't make the big, the, the game, the, the needed shot. Hold on, hold on. The needed the shot. Nigga, if I'm a defensive coach, hey, I know who the ball's going to. Get on him, and we're going to do this. We'll live. I do this shit every time. Nigga, I do this shit with, on 505, regular, regular, regular play. We'll live with that nigga if he shoots. If he kills us, Fuck it, we meant to die. But if that nigga kills us, nigga, we didn't do our best, and that's I, what niggas. Go ahead, go ahead. I like go ahead, it. Go ahead. The reason, the the only, the reason I would disagree with you, that I think, I think the Curry, the Curry and Jimmy thing, though, respectfully, horrible example. Okay. Because one thing about Jimmy that people will complain about in the finals is the reason that does thing that doesn't make him a superstar is because he doesn't have the endurance for the shot volume. Mm. Steph Curry has the endurance for the shot. Steve Kerr has said to Steph Curry, like, bro, what I love about you. Is you'll miss two, you'll you'll make you'll you'll miss eight and keep shooting. I love that confidence about you. Steph Curry has a volume to do it. He has the volume, like he can do it. Jimmy Butler doesn't have Jimmy Butler does not isn't used to shooting that volume. So they'll not even the big shots. Like something I that's what pressure was like, nigga, you always own you down. No, we talking about games where the nigga had 17 and took and took 10 shots. So to your point, if Dave, if Dame was there, it would increase the shot volume. But for y'all, I'm saying like Tyler Hero is a Tyler Hero was like a 17. I want to say like a 17 to 7 player. Mm-hmm. Uh Victor Oladipo is like an 11 and 8 player. So to get collectively that's 20. I forgot her. I right. Forgot so coll- collectively that's 28 points. A lot of people, a lot of, a lot of people would feel like if that a lot I feel like if they had those players and they could probably beat the Nuggets. However, just based on like like the way the universe and shit moves, I think something about them undrafted niggas that want to prove some shit with a nigga like Jimmy with no ego that's like nigga we all the same. And bro, you make more money than us. No, nigga we all something about that like movement. Pushing them through, that's from where it was at. I don't believe that adding Dame Lillard's 25 points is is like I don't think adding Dame Lillard's 25. 
28 is going to make them beat the Nuggets because like the Nugget the Nuggets was in a situation where if y'all watch y'all all watching this if y'all notice the games bro the Nuggets kind of ended up playing down to their competition we all been there before where it's like we should be dogging these niggas but like yeah, yeah. they're playing down that's why they beat these niggas but I think the last the last game that the they last down game. eight yeah. Were they down? Were they down the fourth quarter? And the Nuggets like, bro, I want to go home, bro. Let's knock this shit out. Let's so, go home. Yeah, they did. That that thirty. I mean, so that thirty. I don't. I don't know if that extra game would help them beat the Nuggets. They, but it, that, defense Kyle, that defense on that defense on Jamal Murray would though. I don't know if it beats the Nuggets because that series went what four one. I do yeah. think Dame could get them to a fourth to, to get it to Game Seven because you had you yeah. had. Uh, Gabe Vincent, I mean, whatever those dudes' names are, but some of them just didn't show up. Like, yeah. what was a boy uh, with the little ponytail light skin? Yeah. That's cold, man. That's my nigga, cold guy, bro. Why I'm not that? trying to be disrespectful. Nah, but you just go to the show, like, they'll just call him cold guy. Like, obviously, <laughs> yeah. niggas don't know who this He's associated to J. Cole. He doesn't know his name, but like, because he J. Cole dick rides, you know, That's it's my good. nigga's cold so. guy. You know, but but yeah, I don't. I mean, I mean, I also like you ready for this? Here, here's a wild card. It's one of the points I'm gonna get into later on. Damn, can end up in LA. Mm. That's what they've been talking about. I hear that. If you did, like, it's 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 a lot of math that's got to get worked out. <laughs> but he could end up in LA if they really want to make it happen. But I don't think he would go to. I don't think he would go to L.A. He wouldn't. That's. I. I. I don't think. I, I think, think he would go to New York before he go to L.A. Yeah, I don't think. I think the. I think at this point. At this point in everyone's career, they know if they go to the Lakers, you have to win. Because even for LeBron, to. even for LeBron, LeBron is like, bro, I brought y'all the championship. Nah, but it was in the bubble though. But the like yeah. the rafters there, and I got like right. I got a ring. Nah, bro, like. You gotta win a real one, and, and then think, you got swept. So near nigga now, so really- all goes away. Like yeah. so, I think I think um, Dwight Howard, the Lakers wanted more. The Lakers wanted more from AD. Mm-hmm. Like even though they don't, they don't even really like count AD. AD is winning that ring. Like, LeBron won it, but in a real ring, did AD win it? That nigga ain't never did nothing. Like bro, <laughs> for real, that Laker. I think I think that Laker pressure is too much. Like Dwight Howard, um, I'm gonna say Russell Westbrook. People expect the most from you. So if yeah. Dame, if Dame don't want to talk about rings. I definitely don't think he should go to the Lakers. Like I, de- yeah. and I also, I also think that Dame is a little bit too like, Dame like loves the game too much to like share the ball with like an aging LeBron for a year and a half, right? Yeah. Like it's like I like LeBron, that's cool, and I'm like, bro, I'm not about to watch you just like, just like have to get thirty so your average don't go down before you niggas before you age out. But I'm, I'm also just be here watching you. Like I don't got time for that. Yeah. But Dame's people aren't happy that that the that Portland used the pick though at the same time. Exactly. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, they're not happy that they that Portland. They wanted him to like to trade the to trade the pick, obviously, and like and pull something up. But Portland was yeah. like, nah, we don't know. Just to ask that point, like do? you ain't came in the office and told us you want to go. You just playing songs and shit and see walking or whatever. Yeah. Listen to Will Smith doing cartwheels, getting tans. But we don't know what's going on with you. So we yeah, we gonna take the pick. Like, do you want to stay or not? Because we owe you hell of money. Yeah. Hang, I can't call it, man. Well, well, I mean, while we're on the topic of the Nuggets, we did talk about the Nuggets a little bit. Dale, we got a question for you, Dale, about Dale time. Okay, Dale, what's that? Do what are the what are the odds? What are the on a scale of one to ten? R.I.P. Kevin Samuels. You cannot use seven. On a scale of one to ten, you cannot use seven, Dale. What are the odds that the Nuggets repeat? Oh, five. I'm a, a five. I I I do not. I I I actually I don't even go lower. Dale than don't that. believe I, in the Nuggets. I do not believe in the Nuggets. Fuck the Nuggets. That's disrespectful. That's so fuck them niggas. Now, straight up. And matter of fact, <laughs> matter of fact, <laughs> tell, tell me more. Tell, tell us how you feel. <laughs> tell us how you feel, this nigga, bro. He said he don't believe in the Nuggets so hard that my mic, my mic went off. The turn phone, the computer turned off. Tell me how you feel, bro. Let me tell you this much right now. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Do not make this about J Cole. No, no, no. It's not okay, because don't about try J. to weasel J Cole into this, bro. Like, don't weasel. J Cole was supposed to open the weed shop in Denver, but then them niggas was hating because his dread was too long. Don't give me that. <laughs> I hear you. I'm gonna get a little bit more deeper into it, and I'll tell you why. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. They're not going back to back. 
I don't think they're built like that. I think that other teams are getting bigger. First off, teams are getting bigger and, and they're getting they're getting to the point where they're getting they're They're coming in with more bigger men. They're coming in with more uh, with more talented bigs at that. I think Jokic is great. I think he's a great player. I think also if the Nuggets have versed any type of championship caliber team, any other championship caliber team, they would have not have won. To my point, they didn't this, beat the Warriors. They did they beat the Warriors. Beat the Warriors. No, no, no. But I, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying they they did beat the Warriors. But I'm saying, I'm saying like in the finals, if they if they versed another championship caliber team, I don't think they would have been able to to pull it off. And 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 I uh, think like okay, what Eastern Conference team would they would have beat them this year? I think I think I think Philly could have beat them. I think Philly could have beat them. I think um, I think uh, I think I think I think Boston could have got over them. I think I think I think that I think that those two teams could have been able to beat them. And here's what and here's and here's my thing. You got to remember. So when the when the uh, when the Nuggets played, right, when the Nuggets played, really, their starting five was only plus 12 towards every other team. They were only plus 12 points. Right. In the playoffs, they were only plus seven, nine. You feel me? Other teams are, are are far better than that when on 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 the thing when as far as the scoring goes. So no, I don't. You gotta th- get, no, you got to get you got to give some of our listeners more context on that because we have two hundred and seventeen episodes and you've never used analytics, so you got to give them a breakdown of what you're talking about. Okay, okay. So here's here's what I'm talking about. I actually think it now. If this is going to lead into our next segment, but I actually think next year the Warriors have a higher chance of being able to go and go and get a championship than the Nuggets, and here's why. Good brother, you're not gonna tell the people about the analytics. You told us. I am. I'm about, to, okay. I'm about to break it down. I'm about, okay, to, break it down. I'm about to break it down. I'm about to break it down. So, so with the Warriors, right? The reason why they were not good and the reason why they even lost to the Nuggets this year is because our bench was terrible. When we had Jordan Poole on the floor, he was declining us in points. When the Warriors starting five, when that was key, uh, when that was Looney, that was Clay, that was Curry, that was Draymond, and Wiggins was on the court, they were plus. 24 point uh 24.3 in the regular season in the playoffs they were 20 plus one in the, in the, in the uh in the playoffs at the time that the nuggets were playing and their starting five was on the floor like i mentioned they were only 12.6 had we had a better bench which we're going to have next year because with Chris Paul coming off the bench now and not having to put on, and I know I was against the whole Chris Paul thing. Honestly, I didn't believe he would come. But now that he's here, I had to really look at the numbers and actually look at what we could possibly do with Chris Paul and how it's going to work. And this is how it's going to work. They're actually going to say, Lob City is coming to the Bay with the with the Splash Brothers. You he's are now lobs, Lob City is coming to the Bay. And now, Who's catching these lobs? Kaminga. Trace Jackson. Have you seen so first off, hear me wrong. You even said this. I'm gonna go off your own words. Chris Paul makes people better. He does. He does make he people makes people better. So now if you're coming off the floor with Chris Paul, and now you're not worrying about pool just pulling threes, trying to be curry, right? Now you got Chris Paul who's looking to try to get his guards and I mean get his get his wingmen the ball and throwing up the ball and getting them lobs. Now all of a sudden Wiggins can show all that athleticism. Trace Jackson, when he was playing for Indiana, if you look at his past, all he was doing was catching lobs. So now I'm saying we have more of a chance to be able to beat these niggas. Go ahead, Steve. I'm sorry. Let me cause Okay. First off, nigga, you ain't answering nothing about the analytics. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Niggas being niggas being like plus twelve. Like, all right, yeah. And, uh, and... Somebody who gambles. I I get what you're talking about. Point differential. What you're really talking about there. Like what the starting five does there. But so like, okay. When the Warriors drafted Steph, who was the first piece to their big run. Yeah. Okay. That was what year was that? That was. Yeah. It was when did their first ring come? 2015. 2016, right? 16? No, it was 2015. So five to six, five to six years. Okay. Right. So they built the team through the draft. Okay. The Denver Nuggets, from the first time they drafted Jokic, was actually eight years ago, right? Like they've been building a team for eight years. If you look at their roster movement, 
the only person that DeAndre Jordan, whatever his name is, Lob City, he can come back or not, but that's he didn't play, so they're not going to miss anything there, right? Yeah. The only person they got to worry about re-signing is Bruce B, who opted out of his contract. Yep. Their roster is – so the Nuggets – so the Nuggets are plus seven twenty to win the, to win a championship next year. I put a hundred dollars on it already. Plus, like plus Warriors plus seven twenty is where I, oh is where I can. Because yeah, like most people in Vegas, they don't believe the Nuggets can repeat. Yeah. They got all these other teams above them, and this is before yeah. this was before all of the movement and the trade deadline here. But what I'm saying is, the Nuggets have the infrastructure to go win championships for the next two to three years. They're, they will not have to have a serious roster conversation until 2027 with Jokic. That's what I'm talking And then they got it. Then, then the next year they do they do Porter and then they do Murray. But the cold piece about this, okay, the coldest, the coldest thing you got to look at this year, anybody know the name Stan Kroenke? No. Tell me more. Stan Kroenke owns the Nuggets. Got a championship okay. this year. Owns the Avalanche. Got a championship two years ago. Okay. Owns part of the Dodgers. Got a championship a couple years ago. Gotcha. So if you just Google Stan Kroenke and look at this, the the amount of sports teams this dude owns that are winners, right? It's absurd. Right. He's also in the process of building some stuff in San Diego. That's a whole other stuff for NBA team or whatever, or sorry, NHL team, whatever it is there. But so to me, the original question, right? Let me go back to the original question that we got asked. Uh, can the Nuggets repeat? I believe the Nuggets will repeat just from this, just from the fact of the continuity that they have inside their locker room to the front office, to the GM. And more importantly, they don't have to worry about roster issues. Look, the Suns, I like what they did. Are they going to have a bench? Right. The Warriors, they're fixing their bench, but they're gonna have to break in some people, right? That we know they're we know Kaminga's gonna see more playing time here, right? LA Lakers to me is just parade material at this point. Like Literally. they just look good, sound good, say nice. what they need to do, but I don't think they're gonna win again. Yeah. Grizzlies got that boy shooter, pop pow. You know, he out for 25 games. Great for them to go get Marcus Smart. I like that to help clean up their locker room. Don't think they've got it. Dylan Brooks is in Puerto Rico with Dwight Howard, I heard. Uh, Portland, right? We already know what's going on with Portland. Dame is out of there. And you know what? Sacramento will finish in the top four in the NBA, in the top, a top four in the Western Conference this year. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. If not, if not, compete again for a Western Conference final. Why? Because they have continuity in their roster. Yeah. They, we, honestly, I didn't even want to say that more. changes. For the next two to three years, period. That's it's cool no and all. Go ahead. That's cool and all. But you know who's going to fuck it up for him? Jokic is great. The GM sounds great. All the motherfuckers sound great. You know who's going to fuck it up for him, though? Mike Malone. And I'm going to tell you why Mike Malone going to fuck it up. You can tell how he's he back in the eight years building it. Yeah, he's been there building it. And now he don't want it. He out there gold chain all out. He out there. He acting ignorant. He acting very niggerish. Mike, Chain is a, Mike Malone is a nigga if y'all ain't figured that out. <laughs> he acting very niggerish. And that's what's going to fuck him up. That's what's going to fuck him up. You know what? I you think what? that you know his what? players in, love him for that, though. In any, in, in, any of this, in any of this situation, Dale, I would like, I completely agree with you in any of this situation. But I think that sometimes your coach be so quiet, they'd be like, bro, is we even doing anything right? <laughs> like, that's why they'd be like, they, they, they say, obviously, um, the coach of the the coach of the of the sons, um, his his family's going through some stuff. So there was like Monty Williams. It's like his family's going through some stuff, but we didn't know that during the season. And the ASP was reporting like I listened to Bowani Jones and he said some things around the line of like, dude is just so nice. Where it's like he doesn't he that he can't there's parts of the locker room that maybe he can't come in. He's too nice, nice. You know what I mean? For players like the Nuggets, where they won't flex, the Lakers the Nuggets don't flex. So they you don't. gotta have you gotta have a coach that you gotta have a coach that's gonna flex. Like in in the same sense in the same in the same sense of like Steve Steve Kerr tried to Steve Kerr tried to do all the yelling for Curry and them. Jermon's a huge help, but playing on same shit. So Steve Kerr had to do all that yelling. So and I obviously I not believe that you need that coach for that team. However, if it was somebody else where it was like it was like, it was like that coach on 
if it, if, it, if it was that coach on like LeBron's Miami, like sit your ass down, bro. Like, what are you trying to? Why are you trying to high side with these niggas? But I think they need that. And the thing is, to Steve's point, one thing about like having continuity with like not being concerned about contracts is that you know you you don't got to talk about it, and because your team is boring, because your team is boring, the media won't talk about it. So when you got contracts that are expiring, like the media, it have, can't, the media can't wait to talk about a Kyrie's contract expiring for the whole year after he got the Mavs. We can't wait to talk about anybody else's contract and how many years it got if they talking shit. Because the Nuggets so quiet. We don't, nigga, we never knew when Tim Duncan's contract was expiring. We never no, knew we when Ginobili's contract was. They're, they're so boring. They fly, they flying below the, below the radar. And that's a good look. Also, when you do, it's very rare. It's very rare that you ever do like plug and play with players. Whether it be draft picks or trades, the only plug and play, the only plug and play off my memory, I could be wrong, is Durant to the Warriors. All the rest of the plug and plays and draft picks, that shit takes a long time to do. Whether you, you can get playoffs, you can get finals, but you can't plug a nigga into a championship team. So while we talk about all these contracts, Nuggets are just chilling. They've been building this shit since since Carmelo begged to leave. Murray is part of Carmelo's trade, mm-hmm. so. I kind of like I don't like niggas either, Dale. But I'm taking that bet to Steve is on because I don't like them. But in reality, in reality, who else who else has like that level of continuity to just pull up to who who else is who else is working on like basketball versus right now versus working on a roster? Like mm. I, I, they work, they don't have to worry about and that's that's everyone that's everyone's mindset. Oh, is Draymond won't come back? Draymond didn't even resign. What are we doing? What are mm. we doing? Like. Draymond hasn't resigned yet, bro. You, bro, you stole a nigga that was making too much money. Okay, we get it. Okay, I understand. Ninety nine percent of the Warrior fans threw Jordan Poole under the bus because, because for some reason, because he's not Clay Thompson in the playoffs, which is frustrating to me because I don't understand. The nigga averaged eighteen points per game last year. He averaged twenty points per game this year. We talking about Jordan Poole because we handed him money, and we villainized when we villainized Draymond. But that Jordan Poole didn't show up, but oh, we gave him too much money. And niggas be like, eat the rich. America be like, eat the rich. That's why niggas laugh at submarine explosions, because that's what we do, eat the rich, right? However, what Warrior fans fail to understand, Clay Thompson played like shit, and he's done. And he's done. I don't understand why we got this Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole didn't, he didn't know. Jordan Poole was playing on a G League contract last year. He played a whole series without Curry in it. So yeah, he was pulling up, he was pulling up from half court back then too. He was being taking bad shots. That's our new Curry. That's why we were saying Splash Brother, because he was taking the same shots as Curry, doing the same shit. But now we didn't win after he gets punched in the face by his coworker. And it's this nigga Jordan Poole cost us a championship. No, Clay Thompson played like shit. The nigga who was complaining about not being in the top 75, he played. Like shit, we don't say nothing. Why, Dale? Because once you do that, when you do that James Harden move, don't say nothing. But all these Warrior fans, 99, 99.9 percent of y'all, I dare, I dare y'all, spend five minutes on the internet looking at Jordan Poole's numbers, looking at Clay Thompson's numbers, and ask me, ask me if Clay Thompson has worked the money that we paid him. Just, 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 just any any word. But we should trade traded Poole. That nigga, he think he flossy. This nigga excited. He been that way. That's why we was calling him Young Curry because he was doing all the Curry shit last year. But now because he got money, now because he got money, it's like, he should be like Clay. No, Warrior fans don't know this. Subconsciously, Warrior fans wanted Jordan Poole to be Clay Thompson. But Warrior fans need to know Clay Thompson played like shit against the Lakers. Shit. Complete shit. Jordan Clay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. One more time. One more point. Clay Thompson played so bad in the last game that uh, Kevin, Lo- Kevin Looney, who averages – fucking like five five to seven rebounds per game. Clay Thompson shot so bad that Kevon Looney in our last match Lakers, Kevon Looney had 18 rebounds. And he, only, he, and he doesn't rebound like that. He's not a beast. But Clay shot so bad that Kevon was like, nigga, take this, take this. But it's Jordan Poole's fault. But yeah, he got to go because we got like this relationship issues. You can't handle nobody to sock your co-worker. It ain't no other job in the world where you finna just be working next to a nigga that stole it's just not, you can't do that. But did these Warrior fans like, nigga, pool, fuck this up? Nope, I refute y'all. I refute y'all. I, refute. I agree. I'll tell you this, fuck though. Jordan Poole will win a scoring championship this his first year in Washington. <laughs> yo, 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 I feel that. Because, yo, he got to – one, one, oh, number one, he got a chip on his shoulder. And number two, it's his, it's his team. His team. Go put, his... go put 25 on him. It'll make you, I think, 670 – like easy money there. So let me so S dot. So Dell said five. Scale of one to ten. Can't use seven. Where I'm you a nine. Nine. You had a nine. I'm a nine. 
I'm a nine to think that they do it again. Okay, like, okay. I, I, well, let me ask you this. Who who do they play in the finals? Mm, that's a good question for you. That's tough. You know, I was on the Celtics winning the championship. Uh, if you guys go back a couple episodes, I was like, I'm on the Celtics to win it. Yeah. Uh, I think the Celtics need to drop us like a dynamite. I wasn't, I'm, I'm not a fan of the Perzingis thing. I don't, maybe, you know. Um, I actually think that helps them. Uh, that's what I, I think helps know, man. Them. That's hard. Who do they play? I, I would say at this point, it is either. It is either Boston, they're the front runner, right? Um, or Philadelphia. You know, if I'm not sure if James Harden, you know, I think Houston came out and said they don't want James Harden, right? I think they kind of said that. To your point, uh, roster issues. To your point. Yeah, uh, they want to stay younger uh, as well and build a team. Houston and Houston timeout. Houston and Oklahoma City are going to be really fun to watch next year in the next two to three years. Like those young bulls down there, like just watch, just start watching some of those, those mid market, lower market games. But um, they got AAU. They basically both got AAU teams, right? Yeah. Straight. straight. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, man. Like that's, that's hard. Like I don't think the Knicks have enough to get out. Uh, so, I, I would say that the Celtics, I, I said, I think it's, we see the Celtics again, just because you know what Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are going to do, and now they got a big piece in the middle that's going to unlock the floor. I just don't know who's the point guard there. I, I mean, I don't know who the point guard is that's going to run the ball, but it's also going to keep people accountable on the defensive end because Marcus Smart, like he was – Marcus Smart is – okay, here, here's a great analogy. For Tony you Allen. Marcus you Smart have, is Tony Allen. You guys have degrees. You guys are smart, educated brothers. What Draymond Green is to the Warriors is what Marcus Smart was to the Celtics. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there was someone that did that. I said, I said, if we gotta if we gotta lose Draymond because we don't want to pay him that much money and we need another one of him, we can get Marcus Smart. He's a, he's a shorter, he's a shorter version. You've got to get to know Curry a little bit. Exactly. Period. And yeah. I think I think that glue, when you lose that type of glue, I mean, that shit makes a huge difference. It just like, even like at one point, at one point when we when we all were younger. Uh, the Kings traded uh, Doug Christie for Katino Mobley. Mm -hmm. They traded Doug Christie to the Rockets that. or the Magic and got Katino Mobley. And I was like, you need him, though. Like, you don't need yeah. more buckets. You need that guy that does all the shit that you niggas don't want to do. So I don't mm -hmm. know if that was the best move, especially because you can see how you see how much, like, roster changes affect their chemistry because, um, Esna, you were right, right? You were right. The Celtics were supposed to win the championship. Like, Emma Adoku took that team to the finals. They lost once. Emma Adoka knows the team. Emma Adoka, to Dale's point, if maybe to Dale's point, like this is the thing, right? Dale doesn't Dale doesn't feel like they played a great team. I don't think there were a lot of great teams consist like in the in the Eastern Conference. There weren't, I'm gonna say there weren't any great teams because based on roster change, based on like confusion, so on and so forth. Like Embiid, Embiid not doing what he needed to do, and James Harden just being oh, whatever. Giannis get Giannis, um, Giannis is the only nigga on the Bucks. I don't care what anyone says. But like Emma Adoku lost to the to the Warriors. There's no reason why he wouldn't walk the niggas back and had a strategy. They have yeah. a substitute teacher coach in the team. I'm surprised he did that well. They're like the, the they're like the 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 locker room doesn't respect him. Nah, he's just a young boy that don't ain't seen enough. There's a difference between like coaching multiple seasons and then coaching like no seasons at all. And it looks really good because yeah, man, hey, you you were coaching a good ass team. It's like when Luke Walton wasn't was in charge and we went 18 and 0. Yeah. That nigga Luke Walton, Luke Walton couldn't have figured out LeBron. He would have just been like, well, what would Steve Kerr do? Nigga, you don't got a what would Jesus do wrist man right here. This ain't a what would M.A. Idoku do. Yeah. So, so like, I don't like the person. I'm not a huge fan of the person gets traded. The, fir the first person gets traded I was a fan of because they had got rid of, they got rid of a high yellow boy that was beefing with Jimmy Butler and got rid of Malcolm yeah. Brogdon in that trade. Yeah. But then they remixed it and they made the three-way and then sent, and sent out Marcus Smart. I'm not even with that at all. So, yo, my question to you is, if you're saying Nuggets are five, yep. Facts. Who who on who on the West Coast is nine? Who on the West? I'm going. I'm 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 gonna go against everything he said, but I'm gonna go again with the Celtics. No, on the, West, the, on, on, on the West, on the West. Oh, yeah. on the West Coast, who's a nine? Man, I hate saying this. I hate saying this. You know it. Ooh, ooh, you know I. The Kings. The Kings are nine. I think the Kings. I think the Kings. If anything, are going to get to 
the conference finals this year. I need a nine. They'll who's gonna win the championship on the West Coast if the Nuggets ain't gonna win the championship. Them or the Warriors. I'm I'm telling you, it's them or the Warriors. I already said the Warriors. So I'm saying right now, I'm saying the the Kings are going to if the, if, if they if they can, it's gonna be the Kings. The Kings showed uh like he mentioned, they got continuity, they have they have they have nigga, they got the whole Warriors team is over there. Nigga, they got the whole Warriors organization over there. Nigga, they're, they're bound to win. They have the fastest player in the league. Nigga, who, who was sitting over here doing nothing but floaters like this all day. Float, nigga. Float, nigga. They got a European white boy, too, nigga. They got a nice little European white boy over there, too, nigga. So don't forget about that. They no, got much, that as no, well. How much, how much do you hate the Nuggets? Huh? Just as much. No, I don't. I don't I, you, you <laughs> not as much as I hate the Kings. Not as much as I hate the Kings. You hate the Nuggets as much as I hate the Celtics. Yeah, probably probably as much as that. What did they do to you? Like, because there's usually niggas be having like origin stories why they don't like team. What what the, why don't you like the Nuggets? I mean, you know what it is. I think it was ever since that like when when I when Iverson went over there, and then and I think like it was just like they tried to really sit my nigga down, and I was just like, nah, man, they should let my nigga play. Honestly, I think that's what I'm still on the stemming off. If I was the, if if it was to be if it was to completely honest, maybe maybe it was the wrong idea to even think that. But honestly, that's what it was. That's what I think it's stemming from. Like, nah, nigga, I really was impressed. I really wanted to see Melo and him braid it up, nigga, balling out. And I never got to see that really, really, I didn't really get to see that. Dude, they made the bubble. This nigga cool upset for shit that happened 20 years ago. Bro. No, but that's what I mean. I love, like, I love, I love hearing niggas' origin stories of why they hate teams. It's all, it's yeah, but that was a different owner, different coach, different time. Nah, but see, like, this, see, this is what sports <laughs> about. Sports about emotion, bro. Like, if you got a team you love, you got to have a team you hate. And I like to ask them, like, why, do you don't, why don't you like them? The and 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 they're not going to retire. And they're not going to retire Melo's jersey. Get out of here for what? Why would will. they? Why would they do that? Huh? No, they're not. Oh, oh yeah, they're going to retire number fifteen. All right. Yeah, they're not going to retire Melo. Why would they retire Melo's jersey? Uh, that nigga deserves it. Why? That nigga made them hot again. No, he didn't. <laughs> he made them hot since Matumbo. Nigga, they was not. They was not hot until you know. You know, you know what made you know what made the Nuggets hot? Having the niggas on the team with the most braids in the world. They had Carmelo. <laughs> they had AI. They had Nene. J.R. Smith had braids. They had Birdman. They had Kenyon Martin. They had George Carl. They had Birdman. Kenyon. Yeah, Martin. they had Birdman. Hella personnel. Hella personnel on that team. So no, you don't get your what? No, no. If I'll give you this, bro. The reason. It's it's genuinely obvious. If you force your way out of a team that wasted like I don't know like a number three pick on you, you force your way out for a trade. You will never have your number retired, never. So get out there with that mellow stuff. What is he? Is he a Scorpio too or something? Is this why you doing nah, this? No, nah, I just like mellow. Everybody got their team they don't like. But see, let me ask you: What's what NBA team do you hate and why? Or you only got one that I hate and I don't. Let's see. Yo, he he hate the like Pelicans. Yo, he act like too classy to hate it. He hate the Pelicans. Uh, you know what? You know what? I got one for you. I got one for you. The Dallas Mavericks. Wow. Being from, I don't know why, but like when Dirk was winning, I was like, this nigga is just here. Like, you know, Mark Cuban is one of my favorite people. I don't like the Dallas Mavericks. Like Jason Terry getting a shit tattoo tattoo before. Like, Nah, like, oh, we're, we're the first niggas to have Puffy do our uniforms. We got Puff designing our Them niggas, that shit look like it came off an of L1 mixtape. That shit is Like, look, not to, not to, I hate the Dallas Mavericks. Like, I hate the Dallas Cowboys. And, like, mm-hmm. I also hate the Lakers. Parade material. Niggas get more pub. And publicity just because like y'all are parade material. When's the last time y'all actually won and did some shit? Like, I don't know when. Like, I don't know when. Like that's a fun fact, man. I didn't I didn't know that. I, I didn't if I had to guess a team that you were gonna hate, bro. That would have been my, my like fourth to last guess. But yeah, for sure. Great great answer. Great answer, by the way. Great answer. Speaking of speaking of things that everyone hates, Chris Paul. So I I know a lot of people. Dislike Chris Paul, they feel like he's like the reincarnation guard of Bruce Bowen, dirtiest nigga in the world. But I like Chris Paul. Um, he represents everyone that's our height, somewhere in between, somewhere in between five ten and like not six foot. So I rock with this. Is he's part of the squad? He's part of the Isaiah Thomas squad, not 
Heine Isaiah Thomas, the other Isaiah Thomas. Yeah. So we got this CB3 thing, and I'm not going to say what's popping. I'm not going to say, like, I got inside information, but I like I low-key broke this story a week and a half while I was telling Dale on the show. I was like, we should get, we should probably get CB3 to back up Steph. And then lo and behold, we hear it now. You can look up the episode. It's available. My question to you guys, again, I mean, scale of 1 to 10, can you 7? How much does this help the Warriors? I'm going to ask you, Dale, how much does this help the Warriors? It helps the Warriors tremendously. I mean, you Give get me a per- number! Oh, Okay, can I start off with my little? No, I, give me the number and then tell me why the number. Ten. It helps them with a ten, nigga. Damn. Okay, go ahead. Now, go ahead. nigga. Now it helps them tremendously because now you get Curry to play off the ball. You get Curry to play okay. off the ball a little bit more. Okay. Uh, you mentioned about how Clay Thompson wasn't Clay Thompson. This allows Steph to be a two sometimes, and not all the time. Sometimes Steph can now be a two guard. Steph can now not have to not have to do so much. Um. Lob City. I, I mentioned that earlier, but Lob City is now coming to the bay. And with the with the with the absolute help of having Splash Brothers, it, it literally comes in. I can throw a lob or these niggas might splash on me. I don't know. So Pause. um Pause. yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh the bench gets better. The bench gets a hundred, uh it gets it gets not a hundred, the bench gets 70% better. 70% better. Than what they were in the in last year, they they immediately get better. Um, like I already said, it men lie, women lie, numbers don't. Um, so I mean that 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 that's gonna be it. And I think um, yeah, man. So overall, I feel like it makes it, it, it's a ten. They they get they are going to be uh, they're going to be a lot better with Chris Paul coming off the bench. Chris Paul also this is why it helps them too. It helps not only does it help the worst, it helps Chris Paul. Chris Paul don't got to do 30 minutes. He don't got to do 30 minutes on the court no more. Now he can do 18. A Chris Paul with 18 minutes? Not having to worry about putting a team on his back? Not worrying about lazy niggas who going to be like, oh, nigga, I don't know if I even want to play today today. It might be a fashion day for me. Like, niggas, none of that. Niggas eating wings and shit. He ain't got to worry about none of that shit. Nigga, he got curry. Nigga, he got niggas who going to be like, nigga, yeah, nigga, we come out here to win. We been winning, cuz. You feel me? He playing with a chip on his shoulder at that, too. Niggas just waved you. He coming out like he did when he came when he came for OKC. That's how he coming out. But now he don't even got to do shit. He don't even got to do the work like he had to do in OKC. He can come out with the chip and feel for it now. So now it's like, y'all niggas thought I was old and washed because I was 38 and small? So, nah. We, okay, we, what was the original damn. question again? What was the original question the again? Question was, the question was, uh, <laughs> how much are how much is CP3 going to help the Dubs on a scale of 1 to 10? You can't use 7. I would say seven, but I can't use seven, so I'm going to say eight, and here's why. Okay, mm-hmm. um, it hurts our future picks because if you look at what we gave away, we gave a lot of, we gave a, we mortgaged some stuff for the future. Yeah. So hopefully, we can get that back next year when we have to probably trade away. Somebody's got to get traded away next year. I don't know who. Uh, like. It helps us. It helps us financially to be able to re-sign Draymond, right? Um, the biggest thing to me that this picking up Chris Paul does is we actually are playing defense. What yeah. do I mean by that? We're playing defense to keep Chris Paul from going anywhere else in the West, aka the Los Angeles Lakers. So picking him up was like. Oh, let's go sign this nigga because we don't want to have to deal with him because we know what he, he we know what he can do. One for the defensive side of it, I'm 50 50 on the math, like for this year to get Dre back, but also losing 2027 20, and 2030 or whatever that is. But it also gives our second unit a floor general. So I'm going to agree with Dell there. Like we have, like we have somebody who can come. Wait a minute. Oh, shit. I'm a. Chris Paul will win sixth man of the year. Chris Paul will win sixth man of the year. You heard it first here. Wild take, I don't even know, but Chris Paul wins sixth man of the year. So I like it because you give somebody that the Warriors can rely on and put the ball in down the stretch, who is not going to be, I'm not trying to bash Jordan Poole, but who's going to be selfless and make the right play not the me play when you actually need it. IQ. And 
it's it's unique because you think about how Chris Paul slows the game down. That's chewing clock. He's gonna chew some clock up, right? But then you also look at like the Warriors now have two styles of offenses that they can play. Exactly. They can play the chaotic frenzy, kind of how the ball moves around with everybody, or they can get into the point guard ISO with Chris Paul late in the game in a half court setting. It's let, let Stephen Clay sit in the corners each and run the triangle offense with Draymond and uh, Kaminga or Draymond and Wiggins running the triangle offense there. Like you're going to, I think we will see a, we will see a heavy, a little bit more heavy offense of the triangle uh, with the Warriors with Chris Paul, as opposed to like kind of the run and gun, like chaotic Medusa offense that they have now, which works. You know, but uh, I'm an eight. I'm an eight. I, I like it. Uh, I only like it if they go win this year. If they don't win this year, it was for nothing. Okay. Okay. I won't. I won't know how this helps us until Draymond signs his new contract. Mm. Because some fair enough. It's only been like. Wait no, um, you got it. Hold on, hold on. I'm a, no, I'm I'm gonna give you a number. 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 But I won't know for sure until Draymond signs this new contract. If this, if this, if this signage, if Draymond's like working on what, where his leadership part is, like on the team with Chris Paul here, like being like a veteran point guard, and like has to leave, I'm gonna say that this helped us like as a added two because we need Draymond. We like there's he he does something for Steph Curry. He's he's a he's Derek Fisher to Kobe. Yeah. Right? If Draymond signs and he's all in, I'm gonna say it helps us out of six. I'm gonna go a little. I'm gonna go a little bit over average. Obviously, average would be five. It's fifty percent on the line, just because like Chris Paul is known for running the slow offense, and uh, as Chris, as Steph Curry said, the offense is chaotic. So probably like the opposite of how you feel as that, where it's like having the option of two styles of offense can be helpful, but. I'm not sure if like if Steph is willing to like acclimate to that. I'm not sure if Chris can acclimate to that. Even though he played with Harden, I'd be like, we saw it. We saw that how that worked out. And I mean they didn't quite win the championship, but they did great things. But the Warriors are about championships, right? The reason then my other side, the reason why I think the reason why I go average is because I don't, I don't, I don't half of me thinks this isn't gonna work. And the other half is closer to 10. That's why it's five. It's at five in the average range the median because i think like when we had sean livingston to come in and like slow the game down while she was getting chaotic like a veteran point guard you just come in like yo everybody calm the fuck down like i got this shit on lock i I can score i can score and i can get you guys a bucket like that shit looked pretty for us we were pretty like it was outstanding but we had jordan Poole, who who wasn't supposed to be a point guard we literally looked at him as like as we looked at him as like the the predator the predecessor to curry and then we didn't get we wanted to be like no you're supposed to be curry today and curry had off shots too we had to get rid of him but now we have an actual point guard to your point who who can like as people keep using the word floor general for him which makes the most sense like he came in jason key a quintessential floor generals period i'm gonna say a five just because i'm gonna say a five because i don't believe in the mixture of playing styles but also i do believe in the idea of us of him being the calm that you need on that second unit mm-hmm. and, and, and probably closer to six, because I'm really interested in the way that point guards like Chris Paul, Jason Kidd, a couple LeBron can get great players to their spots. So not so much like lob city, but more in the sense of like finding out where Clay Thompson's sweet spot is and where Clay Thompson needs to be and giving him the ball, like right there in that specific spot well, on the opposite defenders do that. Like one thing Shane Batty was really good at, Shane Betty was really good at like keeping players off the spots they want to be at. Mm-hmm. People like Chris Paul are great at getting a shooter to that spot that they want to be at, which is an incredible. Like the lobs are great and like the dimes are great, the no looks are great, but like to get a shooter to that spot on the court where he wants to be at and making sure you can get the ball there at all times, I, I'm I'm excited to see what that does for Clay Thompson. Yeah. So I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go six. Not super, not super excited about it. Not sure about it. I did sell it to Dell a week and a half ago, but we're gonna see what happens. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go six. We got ten, eight, and six. So Dell, you saying we probably win the chip with him? As yeah. like you saying, will we go to the finals with him? You think? Uh, 
Yeah, the way that the way the 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 Warriors can get back to the Western Conference Finals based on the way the other twelve teams' rosters are constructed right now. Yes, and I think I think I think Stephen I think Steve made a good point because you you sound like you're against it, right? But like honestly, though, like the two the two different play styles is what's gonna is essentially help because it changes it it. It makes uh it confuses the defense. It confuses the defense. It confuses the opposing team. Oh, I don't, you know what I mean? Like they're coming in chaotic or they slowing it down. And the reason why we were able to win the 2015 championship is because of a mindset like someone like like Sean Livingston. I also think too, this also we I mean, we haven't even mentioned this. You we we've talked about Clay, we talked about Curry. But we're forgetting an important factor within Wiggins. Wiggins is a huge factor, and to have a a floor general as we're as, we, as we're identifying Chris Paul on the floor to elevate someone like Wiggins, to elevate someone like Kaminga, to elevate someone like Trace Jackson, to elevate all of these other players who are potentially role players to these more star potential players. I feel like. It's gonna be it's gonna be a beautiful thing to watch. We've seen Chris Paul go to each of his teams that he's been on and make everyone better. I'm really gonna focus on what he did in OKC because what he did in OKC was basically work with a bunch of second stringers to make them eventually be good enough to get somewhere. They didn't get anywhere crazy, but they were way better than what the fuck they were looking that they were expected to be. So I feel like I I, I definitely feel like he's gonna come in second unit. And he's going to elevate that second unit. He's going to be a force to mess with when Curry gets to sit down. And Curry doesn't have to feel like he has to rush back into the game because now we got people that can actually do, not necessarily do what Curry does, but do, but actually command the floor a little bit more. And, and, and say, I need you here, I need you here. You ain't got nobody just running in, running them up. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I, I actually like food. But Dell, CP3 takes, takes burn away from your boy David Chinzo. He does take burn away from Devin Chinzo. However, however, does he really though? He doesn't take burn away because he De Devin Chinzo now gets the same amount of minutes he was going to get. He's going to get the same amount of minutes he's going to get. Devin Chinzo plays point on the second unit, right? He plays, but now he's going to be a two. You step into being a two. He's not a two though. He's a one. He's not a two though. He's going to be. He's going to be. Hear me out, y'all. He's going to be a two on the second unit, and I'm telling you why. I'm gonna tell you why he's going to be a two in the second unit because of defense. Because of defense. Okay. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Paul is great as far as, but he is still 38 years old. Mm -hmm. He can't move like he used to move. You need someone like a Devin Chinzo to help you on the floor when you're there to still D up and still and and, and still and, and still be able to kind of like help you on that defensive end. That's to why take they that. went the white boy out of San Clair and they drafted him. He's a younger Devin. You talking player. about uh Six you talking five. about Brendan? Yeah. yeah, Brendan. Brendan, I, Brendan. I got two things. Here. You're right. You're right. Brendan is basically Clay Thompson, California kid, going to be going to great shooter, got a great form. It's gonna, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, but they're not going to play him right off the back though, like that. Yeah, two things. You guys mentioned Sean Livingston, uh, in this segment here. Go listen to his podcast with all. He's on. He's on all the smoke. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Go listen to it. I'll peep. You've That's never let me down. The, You've never let me down on the, on the all the smoke recommendation. I'm a peep. Dwayne Wade was on Club Shay. Good as well. I'll like peep. good as well. So that's the first thing. Second thing. Does Draymond leave or does he sign? I think he's gonna sign. I think he's I think, gonna sign. I think it's signed because we absolutely uh I don't want to say the word is need, but require him. Like What's that thing people say? As not uh, the the sum, the sum of the parts is greater than the whole. Some of the long, some of the yeah, long lines. Yeah, I know what you're talking. Uh, yeah. the sum of the part, the sum of something, something, something along the lines is this screw isn't worth a lot, but yeah. this screw, in this bracket, in this washer, are worth five hundred thousand dollars together, and that's what I think Draymond is. Like I think that we're and also we got rid of pool like that's the point yeah. like, when it comes to the and pool they, thing, they chose they to me bingo yeah so i don't think we're gonna stick to our yeah, I don't, yeah i don't want to i don't want to like i don't want to destroy warrior fans for like us getting rid of pool like it's not it's not completely on us it's just it's on the it's on the culture thing you can't have that there 
right? No. So the thing is, like, as long as those two guys are on the same team, that shit happened. But once you break them up, it didn't happen. So whenever there's yeah. drama, when there's when drama happens, like in life, if those people, if, when people are still together, that shit happened. Once you apart, once you're apart, people don't really think about that shit really like no more. You That's know, just how this shit goes. You know, the Warriors went to Steph, who's like the Michael Colleone, you know, Godfather. Mm-hmm. Like Steph, here's what we're thinking we want to do, and he, okay, let's green light it. You know yeah. what I mean? Had to, had to, had to, because they're like had, well, to. Had, had to, had no choice, had to, had no choice, had man, had no choice. Speaking of a uh, speak, speaking of. 